Let's go to uh, Nicholas Howard. He's the CEO of the creation of the Queen Elizabeth at September 11th Garden. Of course, we're going to talk about Queen Elizabeth. She died at the age of 96. I mean, I can't believe she was the queen for 70 years. Finally, Prince Charles and I guess uh, Camilla, right? They get their turn to uh, reign supreme. Welcome to Cats at Night, Nicholas Howard. Hi there. And uh, hi, John. It's uh, you were very much a big part of helping us build the Queen Elizabeth II September the 11th Garden, which was the memorial to uh, memorialize the 250 British Commonwealth citizens who were killed on that horrible day, leaving uh, a lot of widows and 500 orphans. And uh, we built it. We're going to commemorate their pass their passing on uh, on Sunday. And uh, the, you know, the, we. The Queen actually allowed us to take her name and put it on that city park in Hanover Square, one block south of uh, Wall Street. And uh, it was a great day in uh, August 2010 when she came to open the the memorial. She came and uh, Mayor Bloomberg brought her to the park. And uh, a lot of us were there. It was a very boiling hot day. It was probably about 105 and there she was, aged 84, opening the garden, meeting a lot of people who had uh, got it got it started. And um, you know, um, you know, she was uh, tre- tremendously supportive. And you know, this was t- typical of Queen Elizabeth II. She was really the the rock on which modern Britain was built. And uh, you know, she was a young woman at World War II. She saw that horrific war and the damage in London and was bombed. And then she really steered the country through the Cold War. She was the queen, the, you know, she's the constitutional monarch, the head of state for 56 Commonwealth countries. And uh, she basically built the organization that grew to 56 countries as different colonies became independent countries, but then became part of the Commonwealth. So Canada, Australia, India, Bangladesh, Nigeria, Malaysia, um, Trinidad, Jamaica, you know, the list goes on and on. And and she really built that organization um during her seventy years of uh, being being the being the queen. So Mr. Howard, she is the this is Ed Cox, she is the head of state not just for for Britain, but also for all those countries. What does that mean yeah. to be Head of state, and what are the restrictions well, she, uh, that, that are on well, a head of state? Informal yeah, restrictions. I mean, I mean, effectively, she is the constitutional monarch for a number of those states, not all of them. Um, but she, you know, for example, in in Britain, obviously, she has a, fu- a significant function, which the prime minister, you know, basically reports to her. Now, the prime minister is like the speaker. And so she's really like the unelected president, and she's sat in that seat for 70 years. And now with regard to the Commonwealth countries like Canada, she's the head of state for Canada. She's the head of state for Australia. She will have a governor general. You know, they don't have a lot of power, but they are, you know, the constitutional heads of state. But they can't get and involved she, in, in politics in those countries, or even in Britain. They can't. They're not supposed to. No, they, they, they don't get in, that involved in politics. They do an awful lot on the public, in the, in the public eye. So for you know her seventy years, we, we think we've calculated she had thirty thousand public engagement. 
She visited 116 countries. She did 78 state visits. He was the president and patron of 600 charities. So, you know, she had an amazing sense of public service and, and, uh, and duty and uh, really modernized the, the constitutional monarchy in the UK. And, uh, you know, was a, a really an important leader, um, you know, low key because of her constitutional role. Um, but um, you know, a, a leader, nevertheless, an inspiring figure. Even until the mid early nineties, you know, during the COVID, she helped rally the rally the UK, and uh, you know, with you know, public broadcasts, she's probably you know, one of the the probably the most experienced broadcaster uh, from the point of view of somebody who was a head of state. I mean, she started. The first public broadcaster at the state was 1952. The beginning of television, really. Yeah, she, she was. And uh, when you think of congratulations, John, not only on your birthday but also on the hundredth anniversary. Uh, when you think about it, you know, hundred hundred years is a long time. She lived for ni- 96 years of WABC's. That's years. it. <laughs> That's it. She was there. there she had go. the longest term her, her, her of any monarch anywhere. Yeah. Any, any monarch yeah. anywhere. The only person in a longer term than Queen Elizabeth was a guy named Louis XIV of France. And the reason he beat her is because he became king at age four. Wow. Ah. <laughs> right. That's some, Thank uh, you, Governor yeah. Patterson. Yes. 77 now, years. The last said. question, and uh, we have to take a, a break, uh, Nick. Yes, uh, yeah. Is, is there any resistance uh, uh, to Camilla becoming queen? No, I think, uh, again, um, Queen Elizabeth II did a masterful job in getting the country comfortable. Obviously, there was tremendous uh, you know, consternation, anxiety, and displeasure for the British people about you know, their beloved uh, Princess Diana. And, you know, uh, it was a long time until people became calmer about uh, you know the passing of princess diana and you know obviously you know, there was many many years when uh camilla uh, parker bowles as she was then and is now the duchess of cornwall was you know it took her a while to get past that but i think the queen helped her with that and now she's become a Quite an important figure in the UK, and I think people see her as someone last, also last question, de- question. dedicated to public service. If, if if a bus hits Prince Charles, does she become queen with absolute power? No. No, no. no. she's a queen no. consort. His, his son. Queen consort. Ah. Prince William, queen yeah. consort. So if a bus hits, uh, something happens to Prince Charles, who's 73 years old, then the next yep. step William. is goes to Prince William, and then Prince, Prince George, then Princess Charlotte, and then Prince Louis. Correct. All right. Yeah, okay. That's, that's she right. Can be pretty, so I guess she can be a consort. Somebody has to keep the somebody has to king ha- keep the king happy. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And John, one last thing. You yes. Know, as you know, Prince Charles is the patron of the Queen Elizabeth Garden down at Hanover Square in New York, and he's been very involved with us over many many years, helping us raise the money to put that uh, lovely part together. And so the only question we have here now is who will become the new patron? Will it be Prince William or will it be one of the other you know, senior royal family members? Because that's an active park. It's a beautiful park. We encourage people to go visit uh, the Queen Elizabeth the Garden at Hanover Square. 
There will be people there tonight. Uh, there's a candlelit vigil starting tonight. Uh, people will be putting you know, flowers to commemorate her passing and her superb work. And she was very critical to the special relationship between the United States and the United Kingdom and the British Commonwealth. And she'll be greatly missed. You're absolutely correct. Thank you so much. Uh, and um, we'll talk to you again real soon. And uh, whenever you have something to report, please text us. And Nicholas Howard, you will be there for you. John, thank you as also and to your wonderful radio station. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, keep it right here. Up next, John McLaughlin.